Dead, 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 dead. Thanks for clicking. You listen to Time In. We always really Tommy Quinshaw. With me, as always, the hand slapping Anthony North. Hey, hey, Tommy, how you doing? Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do these days? You know, you can't slap anything else. So you just, you know, you hold the hand up high. Don't make, you know, eye contact for too long. Just give give them a good smackaroo. Let them know you're there. Uh, you know, celebrate the wins. You know, it's all right if you lose a few. As long as you, as long as you give it your best. I mean, I'd always give somebody a good hand slap, uh, you know, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I haven't hand slapped you in a while. I feel like, you know, your, your game's kind of weak. So, uh, you know, I usually just give you a good uh, kick in the ass. And, uh, you know, it's my friendly way of saying hi to you. Yeah, yeah, no, I always appreciate that. We got to be put in check. And nobody needs a punch in the schnoz. So give them a slap on the hand. But there's different kinds of hand slaps. Yeah, I used to have had a book written by somebody uh, from some other country. I'm not going to put it down, but it's one of those countries. What's the worst a country with hand issues? You know, some uh, some of them use the hands to clean themselves. Some use it to make bad food. Uh, anyway, but uh, I, I think uh, slap. I mean, the Japanese have been using their hands to make food for a long time. I mean, they call it sushi. Uh, I call yeah. it garbage. Uh, but you know, whatever, oh, yeah. whatever's you know your thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, don't say that. Those, uh, those are people that come out with the hot towels. Yeah, hot towel. You go to a good Japanese restaurant. Give me that hot towel. I, a, I went on a date one time, and she put that thing in her pants. I'm like, I don't know that this is a Romanian thing. I think she's Romanian. Yeah, different cultures. You just got respect. You can't say anything. But uh, I, I think that uh, high fives need to come back. I had a meeting some years ago. It was going to, uh, you know, be a broadcast in four different cities in the Midwest. And I went in there all excited. I started slapping hands with everybody. Uh, then I, I missed and I slapped this woman in the face. She fell out of the chair. And then the, the chair turned around and the, the, the roller wheel got caught in the throat. And ambul- I just had to sneak out of that place and never go back. But, uh, uh, uh uh, talking about, uh, 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 I don't know. I don't know how to do the segue here. Uh, but um, I mean, I just heard you talk about hot towels. I was like, that sounds like a new Cleveland special. I got a, I got a warning to a lot of people in Cleveland. Uh, beware, beware of uh, one man who might like a hot towel because he might, he might give you more than you asked for. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, it was family show here now. They just uh, pretend like he's talking about the. Uh, the, the, I don't know. Uh, yeah, the new Cavaliers show. mascot. That's all I was talking about. You know, it's like a new, it's a new bit he's doing uh, during halftime. It's not, nothing to worry about. Uh, not, you yeah. know, nothing to see here. It's, it's totally fine. But let's, yeah. let's talk about maybe, uh, you know, what do you do when like, I don't know. You maybe you have a bad reputation. You try to you try to cover it up a little bit. You know, you try to maybe uh, you know. Let's talk about your stats. You know, you're such a great guy. I mean, look how many touchdowns you threw last year. I saw you donated some money to a great charity. Uh, yeah. Take a take a few pictures with some Make a Wish kids. You know, everything's going great. This yeah. is this is all good publicity. Uh, but I've been I've been following uh, some of this like golf news that we've been seeing lately. And, and what I was coming across was like this new, uh, live, uh, tournament. And I, I was like, I thought, uh, I don't know. I thought the live Tyler wasn't really that popular anymore. But, uh, as, as I figured it out, I was like, this is a Saudi Arabian league for golf. What? I didn't, I don't, I don't really follow it too much, but, uh, but then I saw Phil Mickelson, who's lost, 
I don't know, maybe $50 million in gambling, uh, got a, like a $200 million paycheck. And I was like, well, that's news. I think that might be qualifying as, as uh, a little bit uh, strange. I mean, I don't see Phil Mickelson winning a lot of tournaments. So I was wondering, why would you give this man $200 million? Then I realized, yeah, yeah. well, he is like uh, the most popular white guy in, in uh, golf, you could say. So, yeah. So, yeah, but did they give him cash or did they give him uh, the house credit? Yeah, That's they, the question they I gave him like that huge chip uh, and they put it like in the uh, glove compartment of his new Lamborghini, uh, you know, and yeah. gave him gave him the, the highways, you know, through Saudi Arabia to cruise. Uh, you know, maybe through through some fancy uh, oil rigs, but and uh, you know, yeah. look, what I don't understand, like what these golfers are are doing uh, in Saudi Arabia. So maybe maybe you can shed some light on this, Tommy. Yeah, I, I don't have. They only play in one in Saudi Arabia. I mean, keep in mind, Saudi Arabia is a desert. Is I mean, they say okay, you got all these golf courses out in Vegas and stuff like that. There's a whole water issue. They're gonna dry up. Now you have to learn how to play on sand. Maybe Saudi Arabia is the test course for for that. Playing, uh, you ever play golf on the beach? It's 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 very difficult. You played a few times. I'm not talking about Pebble Beach. I'm talking about a real beach, like sand and like uh, you know, like uh, broken glass bottles and tires and stuff like that. Jersey beaches. Uh, yeah, it's what I'm used to. But uh, I, 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 the PGA has been needing to be disrupted for a long time. They're, they're a nonprofit organization, which is the most ridiculous thing. A lot of people confuse it with the charity. Nonprofit just means that they have to reinvest the money. They can't make a profit. They got to reinvest it. Everybody's getting rich, fat cats, stuff like that going on, uh, with nonprofits. Uh, so it's, it's a misnomer. But, um, because of that, it's been harder for them to kind of shell out clams to people and do more endorsement deals on their own instead of relying on these other ones, uh, these other entities, whether it's Nike with their great golf clubs. That's why Tiger Woods endorsed them for so long. It wasn't about the paycheck. Uh, so, uh, this whole charade has been going around for a long time. Wink, wink. Uh, um, but, uh, this whole idea where everybody's got to bring up, uh, uh, acknowledge, like, the human rights stuff. And we, we try to keep this a friendly show. We we'll get into the graphic stuff and the awful things that happen. Uh, but I, I think that, uh, the, 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 the U.S. government, uh, might come in and play and say, okay, guys, we gotta, we gotta kill this thing for it. And there's somebody else, like, uh, Chicago mob comes in and, you know, say in the mafia, uh, like they've run other sports, I'm not gonna say which ones. The mafia needs to come in and take advantage of this. That's what I think. I think the mobs should come in and do golf tournaments. Everybody's happy with the enemy that's in their backyard. They're not uh, happy with the enemy that's across the seas. That's my two cents. Because uh, nobody likes Saudi Arabian food. I didn't really think it was that great. I mean, every time I go to Saudi Arabia, I just end up eating uh, checkers. They always seem to have a lot of checkers out there for some reason. I mean, I love the burger. It's it's a flame broil. It's delicious. Uh, but the fries are always soggy, man. I don't understand, like, why yeah. they can't get it right. I mean, I think they need to get some American employees, some some upstanding kitchen cooks uh, working in our fine fast food establishments to go out there and show them how to do it. You know, it's it, it, there's a technique involved. You can't just rush it through. It's always going to – those fries are going to come out mushy. They got to be fried uh, yeah. to a golden brown and crispy and perfect if you're going to satisfy me. But that's not the point here. I, didn't, I know yeah. everybody's here. No, now. I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. Checkers going on. I go to Saudi Arabia. I go to Steak and Cheek. 
Yeah, steak and shake's pretty good, man. No, uh, steak and sh- steak and chic. Steak and chic is even better because if you can yeah, cover up a, if you can you know cover up your face and still enjoy a hamburger in public, then I mean that's a win-win. I and mean, you know it's it's a it's not exactly the best look when you got a big old gooey hamburger falling on your stomach while you're trying to keep your beer down. You know it's a mess. But look, uh, Saudi Arabia is going to have these uh, tournaments all over the country in the U.S. and, and they're going to be promoting the live tournament. Everyone's going to wonder like yeah. what that means. Uh, and then at the end of the year, they're going to bring all the golfers to this to Saudi Arabia. They're going to bring a lot of American sponsors. Uh, we're probably getting a little confused by this. They want to get in on the action. They want to get some TV contracts done. And all this is basically just to cover up the fact that uh, Saudi Arabia is more or less screwing over their own people uh, just to get more publicity from the rest of the world. Uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's not new. I mean, Russia did this with the Olympics uh, and the World Cup, uh, you know, just a few years ago. They built all these great facilities, you know, yeah. just for television. And then they, you know, that's just abandoned. Uh, you know, and you got, you got stray animals, you got homeless people everywhere. You just push them out, give them a one-way ticket to Siberia, say there's nothing here for you. You know, that we're not doing anything. You know, it's just, it's just, um, a little upgrade for the community. Uh, but we don't want you to be here. Uh, no, no specific reason. Yeah. Are you suggesting maybe I'm reading too much into this? The whole busting the homeless people. You know, some cities got homeless people, they give them a one-way ticket to like Los Angeles or San Francisco, guess what? It's sunshine. You're going to be homeless. They say, why are you in Detroit? Uh, pack your bags here, pal. We're going to give you a ticket. And then uh, people in Los Angeles are like, why are these guys with snow hats here? This is confusing. And then all of a sudden, they're, well, you say that we put them on a boat, send them to Saudi Arabia. I think that's not okay. It uh, Maybe I'm reading too much into it. I, I think this, uh, pal, I think um, if Saudi Arabia is trying to ingratiate, ingra- is gratitude, what's the word? It's just ingrate. Yeah, ingratitude. I think it's like ingratitude. Uh, ingratitude, maybe. Yeah, why don't they bring sand? Like, I mean, we love beaches here. Uh, they can't wear bikinis over there, so it makes sense. Bring sand over here. You know, places like Louisiana, Texas, they got the marsh. They got those uh, do- do- those uh, rats that are eating all the stuff and uh, causing damage. Put sand down there. Maybe make some islands in the Gulf Coast with all this sand. They don't want the deserts over there. They don't want to be in the desert. They're trying to bring the grass back. Bring us the sand. I think then we could say the U.S. could say, okay, Saudi Arabia, we forgive all the stuff you've done because you brought us your dirt. Yeah, yeah, that's what this place needs. I mean, more sand is the, uh, the way to go. I mean, you know, just whatever. A little man-made beach is always nice. Uh, when you live yeah. out, when you live in the Midwest, you know, you're stuck, you know, like a lot of our listeners in Missouri and, uh, you're wondering, like, uh, when's anything fun going to happen other than a tornado every six months? Uh, yeah. you know, you're looking forward to a little sandy beach. They got the, the, the Ozark family, the money laundering and stuff like that going on there they're having fun they're just dying because uh, the, the, that family from chicago came in and caused problems they yeah it's, not, it's always it goes casino. it's always those big city types coming to screw up uh you know a nice a nice uh you know sanguine area and like yeah, like you know sanguine. go go back to like go back in history talk about sports washing talk about when gretzky uh left canada you know to oh, yeah uh sports wash los angeles and all the crimes that place is committed uh you know you bring gretzky down put his beautiful face on television and on a billboards everybody thinks you know this is the 
golden age of sports. Uh, and, and then, you know, he fails to win anything, but that's all right because you got Gretzky and you got his beautiful face. So you don't really need to worry about wins and losses. You just, you just sell it, you know, and that's what, that's what Saudi Arabia's got on their hands. You take, Dustin Johnson, who's, uh, you know, just happens to be Wayne Gretzky's daughter's husband, uh, bring, oh, and, yeah. you know, and, and you know how that family operates and you know what they're, yeah, they're poor. They're poor. They need money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gretzky's always need money. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a church operation. They always got to have a little bit more money. You can't have enough. And, uh, you know, look, it's, it's all fine and dandy and, and I'm happy for the Saudis. I hope they enjoy watching their new golf tournament full of American golfers. Yeah, isn't it weird they're called the Saudis when they don't have sod? Yeah, that's that's uh I don't know. I think they I think that's just a little projection on their end, you know, a little they, they like they like the oxymoron. That's why they're going with the concept live. The live tournament. I mean, come on, get out of here with this garbage. Come on, you're trying to remake yourself. Come on, bring us your freaking sand, uh dead but I did the I, I, okay, so uh, I think okay, this whole thing, uh, the PGA, I think is, uh, I think the PGA is bottom on on itself. I think because they, they try to be like the owners of all this stuff, they want to be and they're crying. Well, it's just not the first time. The, the Saudis tried it a few years ago with some other group, and they kind of it was like a warning. It was like a knock at the door. Hey, we're coming, pals, and they're like, well, we're not worried about you because we're protected. Well, you're not protected now. You some of your best players. Wait till Rory McIlroy starts to sign with the uh, the uh, terrorist group out of Europe. I don't want to say their name, but they're from his neck of the woods. Uh, they they all of a sudden uh, you're gonna have some issues over in that world again, uh, arguing over uh, boundaries in Europe. Um, what if like the Basque people? That's another European controversial group. They start getting some money. And uh, I, I don't know. Where does this end? I mean, like, what's the next country that's going to sports wash? Like, what, what are they going to do? Because the Saudis are doing it, have tried to do it with uh, horse racing, even though you can't gamble over there. They've done it with uh, Formula One. They try to. Uh, d- d- like, what, what's the next country that needs an image uh, fix that uh, – that, uh, well, I mean, I'd say it's probably Afghanistan. Uh, you know, I think, I think things have been, uh, you know, a little, a little, people are skeptical of the Taliban. They feel like maybe it's not totally fair to women, uh, you know, that perhaps you should allow them to walk in public or read books. But, you know, look, that's up to the government of, of that, uh, you know, long time war torn country. But I think yeah, Afghanistan, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you're going to be seeing a, a lot of cornhole. I mean, there's, there's just going to be a lot of guys. And girls out there having a great time uh, on a on a grassy knoll by a uh, craft brewery uh, with American names, uh, just tossing the old sandbags around because they got that's the one thing they do have. And uh, look, and and you know, but be careful, be careful. I mean, don't don't be fooled by what you see on TV. Start you got to read a little bit. Recognize sometimes they're pulling the wool over your eyes, and uh, and, and it's just yeah. a, it's a ploy. I mean, they're probably going to start doing some major darts turn. Tournaments. There's going to be a lot of strange things going on in the Middle East in the near future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just where it starts, Tommy. I mean, before you know it, you're going to have NFL football games being played, uh, you know, in Kabul. And you're going to wonder, like, isn't that kind of far? You know, why would you play there? Uh, but, you know, do your research, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard it here first, folks. 
a corn professional cornhole players in the U.S. going to sign up with the Afghani League uh, to sports wash Afghanistan. And that's the end of the game. It's Anthony North with Tommy Crenshaw. TTF. <laughs> <laughs>